spirit of the Lord. Somebody say the spirit of the Lord. Oh, come on, say the spirit of the Lord. Only four people are talking to me. Say the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, you need to thank you, Holy Spirit. You need to understand. That for the Christian, the Holy Spirit is our advantage. Amen. The Holy Spirit is our advantage as Christians. That is why, even before the church began in Acts, they had to wait in the upper room for an encounter with the Holy Spirit before they could launch out and impact lives. Because, like I always tell you, there is more to life than your eyes can see. And nothing just happens. If you see a tree, it will tell you that a seed was first sown. If you see a big man, you must understand that he was once a baby on somebody's lap. Nobody drops from heaven as a man. Hallelujah. Even Jesus, the Son of God, he had to come and be born like a baby, like everybody else. Because nothing just happens. The Christian has been given the Holy Spirit as an advantage. But it is sad, particularly in our generation, because Daniel prophesied it, that in the last days, knowledge shall abound. And so there are many people, even Christians, who are more concerned about intellectuality and cerebral activities than about spirituality and so in our churches we have sacrificed the place of the spirit for intellectuality what makes sense to the natural mind and the natural mind but I pray for you that after this morning your desire for a heightened sensitivity in the spirit will come in the name of Jesus Christ. That you will not live here the same way you have entered this space. <laughs> that the spirit at work in this environment shall cause a change in your DNA. Amen. Will somebody shout yes? yes? See, the world is looking for people with answers and solutions to problems. The world is crying out and desiring for another generation of people who possess something they haven't seen before. When God created man in Genesis, now mind you, right there in the book of Genesis, in the account of creation, we are introduced to the Spirit of God. Right there, when we are told about the chaotic situation in which the world found itself, 
when we were told about how darkness was on the face of the deep and how there was void we were also told that the spirit of the lord brooded over the face of the deep so right there in the midst of the chaos the spirit of god was there and he predates the world as we know it today because before god said let there be light let there be this let there be that he was already there and had already been introduced to us and so because he predated everything that exists in order for us to function properly in this world we must partner with him because he knows everything and was there and and was a partner with god in determining how everything came to be and that is why i said from the beginning that the holy spirit is our advantage tell somebody be filled with the holy spirit man was not created to be a, a vacuum and so after creating my bible says he breathed into man and man became a living soul before man became a living soul he was he was just the empty congo breathed into him the wind breathed into him air the spirit the very essence of his nature and man became a living soul that is why no matter how much a person pretends no matter how rich or poor a man is no matter how big or small is there is an insatiable desire in man for the supernatural experience and so even 80s in america when they hear that there is a tortoise that can predict a football match everybody is excited because it gives a window into the supernatural that is the same desire in the soul of a man that education cannot even feel i don't know if i'm talking to somebody the holy spirit has been released and given to us in our dispensation so we walk with him and have access to things not available to the natural man first corinthians 2 14 put it up Thank you, Holy Spirit. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are, talk to me, for they are, talk to me, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually descent. The natural man cannot know, number one, and cannot appreciate, cannot um, receive the things of the spirit because those things they can't teach you at Legon. Those things UPS cannot teach you, tech cannot teach you. <laughs> Which one again? Even Harvard, Wisconsin, they can't teach you. They are spiritually descent. And I like what it says. It says that the things of the spirit are foolishness to the natural man. And that is why many of you, even some of your friends still don't understand why you're always in church. Because it doesn't make sense to the natural man. Can I go there? Some of you, they know how you were some years ago. They, they know that you, you used to be this way and you used to be that way. And, and this was how you used to be. We always used to do these things together. Suddenly you say you have changed. Suddenly you say you, you are not into those things anymore. Suddenly even your, your language has changed. Now you pray in tongues and it's like the church has become your home. And, and that is who you are and they don't understand. And some of them 
think that you are faking it and they are waiting for the day that you will backslide and, and then they will tell you that ah, we knew it, we knew it. But I came to tell them they will be disappointed because this change is not educational change. It is a transformation that came about by the Spirit of God. Tell somebody say the Spirit of the Lord. And so they sound like foolishness to the natural man. How, how would, the, uh, uh, our sister was sharing her, her testimony and, and said that I picked their dream prophetic enforcement. How do you just pick somebody and start telling the person things and say 2020 this will happen and that will happen? Which school can teach you that one? Accept <laughs> the spirit of God. The spirit of the Lord has been made available to everybody, not only to pastors. I told you last week or so that when you go to an Indian man's office, his gods are arranged in, on his desk. They are hanging in his office. He doesn't care how you feel about it. When you go to Dubai and the Qatar and other places, before those um, um, people do deals with you, they will go and inquire and be satisfied in, in themselves that this guy, if I do a deal with him, he's a good person. He, he, the thing will go well. It is only the Christian who thinks that everything is book and everything is um, how to start a business and um, um, uh, proximity to resources proximity to this and it is in your mind you think it is proximity that helps a man to do well in life there are dimensions in the spirit realm where it is only the holy spirit that grants you access to be able to tap into those things because those things are spiritually discerned we must move beyond uh, that, that, that experience where we go to church and church sounds like lectures. We are speaking English. Grammar. No power. No testimony. You can't be in a church where in one month there is no single testimony in that church. What has happened to God? What has happened to the spirit of the Lord? If that God that we serve is the same God of Abraham, the same God of Isaac, the same God that we hear mighty things through, the same God that walked with people like Enoch and people like Noah in scriptures, the same God that walked with people like Peter and mighty things were recorded in their midst. How then can we say that in our generation we we are not seeing mighty moves of God then the problem is not God the problem is us because he says that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him until you come to the place where you decide I will seek you oh God with all that I am I am and all that I have you will not find him somebody say talk to me now look this morning I want to put a hunger in your heart for more of God a hunger in your spirit man for the spirit of God one of our people in church she was she was standing somewhere she was standing there she doesn't know what happened she just decides to enter a certain car she enters the car one second another vehicle comes to hit exactly where she was standing she still doesn't know why she moved why she entered that car it doesn't make any sense to her. She moved one second and the car just hit. Look, if, if, if you are not sensitive in the spirit, some things will kill you when it is not your time. Some years ago, I was reading a story. They said a certain car was moving in the market and then um, it, it lost uh, control and hit some people and killed them. How? When a man is sensitive in the spirit, before the thing loses control, something will prompt you to move. 
the Christian, you cannot die before your time. We are too excited about things in the flesh. And the devil knows that to overcome a, a man, you need to just increase his attention to the flesh. You need to give his flesh a lot of strength. When he encountered Jesus, what did he do? He quoted. And what he made, he made a mistake. Because you, you are quoting the word to the word. How do you quote the word to the word? <laughs> and so he quotes the source of the thing you are quoting it to. He quotes and he quotes Jesus who quotes a higher law to what he's quoting because he is the word. Now he has learned a lesson and he understands that you know what? These people, they are empowered by the word. They, they are who they are by the word. Now in order for me to overcome them, I need to first increase the strength of the flesh. If I am able to increase the strength in the flesh, the spirit man will begin to weaken and I'm done with them. And so, man of God, when we say it is time for um, um, fasting, that is where your body begins to desire things that you have not eaten before in a long time. Have you been there before? Suddenly, you want to eat atomo. Suddenly, suddenly, some strange things that ordinary alasa. You just want to eat alasa. Um, um, yoyi. But on a normal day, even when you decide, you haven't decided to fast on normal day, you can just be walking and it is three o'clock. Hey, I may be eating. But the day you decide, I want to fast, suddenly everything looks nice. Because the devil understands that if I allow this person to fast, the spirit man is, is being strengthened and it will be difficult for me to overcome him. And, and that is why many of us, the flesh is what dictates. When you wake up in the morning and it is cold, no church, it is cold. When it is too hot, no church, it is too hot. The flesh is what determines what you do with your life. So as soon as you wake up, the first thing you are picking is your mobile phone. Checking who has called you. If the girl has texted you. If, if, if the guy has called you. That is why as soon as a man says, I love you, it's like your brain stops functioning. Can I go there? Can I go there? <laughs> a man or a woman of the spirit can see things coming from afar. Coming from Jesus was eating with Judas, and yet he's telling him that you know what? The thing you want to do, do it quickly. He has already seen it from a father. It is you. It is you. He says, one of you is about to betray me. How does he know? He is walking in the spirit, man. He's walking in the spirit. Put up 1 Samuel chapter 10, 5. 1 Samuel 10, 5 and 6. There, there's, there's life. Look, there's life in the spirit there. Where things become real and apparent to you. Things become clear to you. They are going to write exams. They have set the exams. They have sealed the exam questions. They have put it in envelope. Nobody has seen it. <laughs> the plan is that on a certain day, they will open it. And then whilst you are lying on your bed, the Holy Spirit begins to show you pictures of the exams. This is what I mean by divine advantage. Yes. One of our people was going to write exams, he said. She brought a dear, dear. 
she was harassing me. And me, unless you harass me, I don't mind you. So I didn't for like two weeks. She kept harassing her, and she finally decided to come and sit in front of me. I said, okay, send me your table of contents. Hey! She says, I said, I am seeing something. They have done like numbers, like you have to do this. She said, okay, number one, she has written it. Then I said, something planning, something about planning. She said, she went, the thing was there like that. Like that. There, there's a dimension in the spirit. But the natural man, these things are foolishness to the natural man. How can you be? Are you a yak? You won't let them learn. Are you? Are you now? Which situation in a witcher? Look, a juma waya aya in a winya. No, think about it. Look, the people who will come and tell you, and um, um, I, I, I sold water and I'm a millionaire. And I used to sell chibum and I'm a billionaire. And I, I sell a browning cat here. And I'm a millionaire, and you are clapping for them. You think that you do if you go and sell a brown? You know the number of people selling water and a brownie cutting. Asa, there is a dimension they have been exposed to. They are not telling you. There is a secret ingredient. God bless you. There's something they are not telling you. Look, when you when you fry your chicken at home, does it taste like KFC's chicken? Is it not the same chicken? Is it not the same chicken? There is something else they know that you and I don't know. Look, look, when you pick Coke, they've written on it, um, sugar, this percent, if you like. Go and look for all of them. In the same quantities they have put there and mix them and see if you get Coke. Somebody shout, be spiritual. Okay. After that, thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines, and it shall come to pass. It shall do what? That's one of my favorite things in scripture. It shall come to pass. Do you know that it means more than it shall happen? See, no. It shall happen, yeah, it shall happen. It shall come to pass means that the thing will happen and it will go for another thing to come. Are you with me? It will come, but it will pass. It shall come. Some of you, the Lord has said some things about you. I came to tell you, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your marriage shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your wedding shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your children shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your business shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your house shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Your ministry shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Shout, it shall come to pass. And he says, when thou art come tither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets. Thou shalt meet what? What do prophets do? Oh, talk to me now. What do prophets do? They prophesy. And it says, hear me, someone. Someone says, hear me, so. You will come tither to the city, and you will meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery and a tablet and a pipe and a harp before them and they shall prophesy wow okay and the spirit of the lord will come upon thee and thou shalt prophesy with them thou shalt be 
turned into another man. Now hear me. You will meet a company of prophets. Prophets prophesy. Now as you meet them, the Spirit of God will come upon you and as they prophesy, you will also prophesy. You need to understand that the company you keep is important. Because for every group, there is a spirit that is at work. That is how come when all your friends are fornicated, suddenly, that you will start desiring the appetite for fornication. Because the company you keep is a company in which the spirit of fornication is active. Can I go there too? That is how come if you find a group of friends and everybody is chasing people's husbands, suddenly when you are with them, you will begin to desire other people's husbands as well. Because there is a spirit at work within and amongst them that comes upon you and causes you to do and function like they are functioning. Tell your neighbor, be careful the company that you keep. Oh, tell another, be careful the company that you keep. <laughs> if you are in a company of prayerful people, you will begin to see that your prayer life is going to another level. A company of people who love the word of the Lord, suddenly you will like to desire the word of the Lord. If you are in a company of people who prophesy, suddenly you will start prophesying. And I came to tell seven people this morning that in this atmosphere of the prophetic, may the grace to prophesy come upon some people in the name of Jesus. May the Lord make you a prophet in your family, a prophet in your home, a prophet in your office, a prophet everywhere you step. Somebody shout yes. Mm -hmm. This is the part that hits me. So for he says, you will meet, go back to five. Let me show them something. Go back to five. And you will meet a company of prophets coming from where? From the high, coming from where? Mind you, it says, after that, thou shalt come to the hill of the Lord, the hill of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is. And it shall come to pass, where thou hast come tied of the city, you will meet the company of prophets coming down from the high place. Now, when the prophets are coming down from the high place, the only time a prophet shows himself is when God has spoken to him. So before then they are hidden. Nobody knows what's happening. They are just hidden somewhere. And then when God's word comes, they now come down from the high place. They were communing with God and God speaks through them. So watch it. What it means is that for all the while that they were up there, God must have been communing and, and sharing fellowship with them in the high place, number one. Number two, when they were coming down, they had the psaltery, they had instruments, they had the tablet, the pipe, the harp. They had all these things that created the atmosphere for the prophetic word to be released. And so they had communed and fellowshiped and they were coming down to come and prophesy. Now watch it. And God says, Saul, you were not part of them when they were communing with me. You were not there when I was talking to them. You were not praying with them up there. But for you to catch up with where they have gotten to, I am going to speed up your process. And the only way to do that is to let you receive the spirit of the Lord and you will meet them down there when they come and as they prophesy, you will also begin to prophesy. There are certain people who seem to have gone ahead of you in life. Don't be bothered at all. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, a certain grace for speed, a certain grace that will cause you to catch up, will come upon you and you will catch up with them in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the other day, there was a man called prophet Elijah and he said that Ahab and his chariots had gone ahead. Suddenly the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he began to outrun the chariot of Ahab. When the spirit of God comes, grace for speed is released. I don't care how long you have delayed but I came to prophesy to you by the spirit of the living
and God from today you are receiving grace to fast track everything in the name of Jesus may your career be fast track may your marriage be fast track may your ministry be fast track somebody shout yes John 3 8. John 3 8. You, you fast track. Ah, so you are not there now. You are not there. The difference is that as for you, I am releasing by divine express. This one is faster than DHL. It's coming upon you. So you can prophesy with them. And the Bible says it came to pass as had been prophesied. And he said, it is all asked to this day. It saw also one of the prophets. You see, because Saul hasn't attended prophetic school. Nobody has taught him how to hear from God. Nobody has taught him how to prophesy, how to present, how to carry yourself. He wasn't part of the sons of the prophet. You see, because for Samuel, we know how Samuel started prophesying. The Bible says he kept hearing his name and hearing his name. And every time he heard, he would go and ask Eli, did you call me? And he says, I haven't called you. And he went back and back again. But on the third time, he told him, when you hear the voice again, say, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. In other words, Eli taught Samuel, even Samuel, how to hear from the Lord so that he would be able to determine and distinguish between the voice of God and the voice of men. But when it came to Saul, we are not told anywhere that somebody opened the door for him and showed him. All we are told is that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them. Some of you, the Spirit of God is coming upon you. That which men say you cannot do, may you begin to do it in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout yes. Then it says, and you'll be turned into another man. Wow. Take your seat for a minute. You'll be turned into another man. So for another man. Another man. Do you know that people will be shocked that Saul is prophesying? Yes, he, he has changed. Saul, we know you. Where did you go and learn this one? To? Totally different man. Education cannot make you another man. Because education only touches your intellectual faculties. Anything above the realm of intellect, education cannot reach. That is why you can be educated and still be a fool. An educated fool. I feel like going there. Yeah, you can still be a, How many of you have met educated fools before? Yeah, they are there. Now, now my wife tells me a story of one one, one lecture be this lecture is a psychology lecture psychology is the study of the mind and and behavior so psychology studies the mind and behavior this man teaches the study of the mind and behavior one of the things they study is the is the is the impact of alcoholism on the mind and on behavior this person knows it because he has been he has he has taught it he has learned it he has a phd in psychology but he is a drunkard to the extent that he cannot find a way of carrying himself to the lecture room sometimes he'll be so drunk he will be he will be lying on the streets and everybody knows that this guy is a lecturer he has a doctorate degree in psychology i am told that he has a brother who is also a medical doctor who understands biology 
and how the human body works and the implications of taking alcohol and its inhibitive uh, uh, um, consequences on your body and yet this man who is a doctor is also a drunkard to the extent that going to the hospital to do his job is impaired and, and if education can change a man why are these two who have learned things about alcohol not being able to be transformed by the things they have learned because transformation is only by the spirit of God every other thing is education the spirit of God enters into the very soul of man and the spirit of man and begins to alter things in there education is intellectual the Holy Spirit works on the spiritual everything in the spiritual is more pervasive and more powerful than what you see in the physical so somebody can go and stand somewhere and say so so and so person I, I curse you that you know they use their eggs and their snap bang bang I curse so so and so person the person will be working physically the person spoke words the words will enter the spirit be activated and come back to the physical and hit the person because things are real they are more real in the spirit than they are in the physical that is what Legon will teach you did they teach you that? So for did, did they teach you? Accounting people, did they teach you? They won't teach you that. Even theology, they won't teach you. Hallelujah. It says, and you'll become another man. This is him. He's walking, looking at donkeys. But, but heaven had created a search for him. He didn't know that the whole of Israel is looking for a king. This is the seat of the king. But I can't just carry you, a common donkey chaser, and place you on this seat. Before I place you on this seat, you have to go through a certain transformation process so that after I am done with you, I can put you on this seat. There are many of you, there is a seat for you. But the reason that seat is so vacant and so there without you is because there is a transformation you need to go through. What you are looking for is also looking for a transformed version of you. Hallelujah. Don't read. Don't read. Don't read. Can we read it together? Ready, go. Ha. 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 It says, the wind blows. Where it listeth. I've told you already that one of the one of the representations of the Holy Spirit is the wind. So God breathes into man. Man became a living soul. Ezekiel, shall these bones live? Ezekiel says, Only you know God. Then God says, Prophesy and call forth wind, the four winds of the earth, to come and brood over these bones. Because by the wind, in, in essence, he was talking about the spirit of God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the other day they were in the upper room. And suddenly they heard the sound of a mighty rushing wind. The Holy Spirit was around. And, and John is also saying that the wind blows where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound. When the wind is blowing, would you hear it? Would you hear it? You are not sure? Would you hear the wind blow? Yeah, you will hear. And some, sometimes it, it will, when you are in your room and it is blowing, you will know that something is happening. Okay. So you hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell where it's coming from or where it is going. 
We don't know whether the wind is coming from Sakama before it came to Agogba or it's coming from a bridge. We just know wind has come. Right? Okay. Then it says, so is every man born of the Spirit. When you are born of the Spirit, you are unpredictable. They don't know what, what you're about to do. They can't predict what will become of you. They will look at all your mother's children and conclude that these people, because they are from here, they must end like this. But suddenly your story will be different because though physically and in terms of DNA you are connected, you are born of the Spirit and so they will only hear of you, they can't predict where you are coming from or where you are going. That is how some of you, your story is going to be. The fact that you are studying something, something in school does not mean any man can predict where you are going. Because tomorrow, God can look at that certificate, throw it somewhere, and by His Spirit, take you to another place where you are not even qualified for. May you become unpredictable in the Spirit. Somebody say yes. yes. Hallelujah. No, no, sit down for a minute. Sit down for a minute. Sit down for a minute. It says, so is every man born of the Spirit. There are certain churches when you enter, you can predict everything. Oh, me, I've gone to some before. You can predict everything. Even if the pastor doesn't have any, the word is finished. Every all the examples are the same from January to December. Even when they are different, the Spirit of God is not behind it. So there is no impact. Do you know that as I am preaching now, things have been activated in your spirit? Yeah. Suddenly, there is a desire in you for more of God. There is a hunger in your spirit to know God more. Because even though it sounds like English in your ears, it sounds transformational in your, in your soul. Hallelujah. 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 We need to walk in the Spirit. We need to be conscious of the spirit man in us. Just, just, just like you can see now and see red and see colors and see people. You need to have an eye and access into the realm of the spirit. Through dreams, through whatever. There is something I was teaching the school, the prophetic school. I said it's called the, the perceptive faculty. Somebody said the perceptive faculty. Oh, say the perceptive faculty. Your senses are what sight eh? and smell and taste and touch and what are you and sound. These are your senses. There is another sense called the perceptive sense. Now hear me. In the prophetic move, there are things you see. There are things you will hear. But there are also things you perceive. And, and that's why I deal with a lot of young people I'm teaching them. Because for, as far as they didn't see it and they didn't hear it, they think they have not heard from God. But the Bible says there was a woman who encountered the prophet. Yeah. And, the, and she perceived that he was a man of God. How did she know? There's a faculty called the perceptive faculty. You enter a place and there's something wrong and you will know. You can't explain it, but you know that there's something wrong here. Somebody calls you and says, I want to meet you. But 
the moment you, you want to get ready to go and meet the person, it's like you feel disturbed. You just don't want to go and then you won't go. You won't understand why. It's your, the perceptive faculty in man where the Holy Spirit is using it to prompt you and cause you to stay. But when you, when you make the flesh strong, you will lose that faculty. And so you only be moved by the dictates of the flesh. Banku a banku. It's only what the flesh is saying. I just said text number. I won't go there. Today I just I want to dwell in the spirit. Give myself away. speaking now in your mind begin to yourself evaluate your spiritual life based on your prayer life yeah your prayer life is what would help boost your spiritual life and cause you to walk in the spirit 
The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The second thing I've taught you before is your appetite. Your appetite is the second metric for determining your spiritual life. Your appetite. Whatever a man is hungry for is a determinant of what is inside that man. A lion will always be hungry for meat. Even if he's dying and you offer them salad, a lion salad, ude kuzu, eamane salad, nashadi, chichaude, chicha cabbage, any carrot, go and serve the lion. While serving him, it is your hand that you come for. Because what is on their inside only permits the processing of meat. And so they have an appetite for meat only. And I taught you also, that is why when you were in, in, in when they were teaching us a Greek science, they taught us concerning ruminants, omasum, abomasum. Do you remember those things? And which one again? At the recticulum, any the embryo. Rumen, rumen. All of you, BC people have to ask you questions. Four chambers. And you are told that when they chew it, it enters and goes and comes back. They chew again and then it goes and goes through each of the stomachs. And so, no matter how much you, you spice and fry goat meat, it will not be attractive to a cow. It will only be attracted to the weeds. Because what is on the inside of the cow is what determines what it has an appetite for. In the same way, the appetite of a man determines what is on your inside. And I told you, therefore, that if you have an appetite for women, or you have an appetite, there, there are some women to suffer, they have an appetite for married men. I haven't mentioned your name, have I mentioned? Why are you so offended? I don't understand. Like you are so offended. I haven't mentioned your name so far. Have I mentioned anybody's name? You see, the word of the Lord comes to man. So whatever word is preached, some man must find his own in the word. But if we preach word and nobody will get anything in it, what have we done? We have wasted everybody's time. I, I might as well go to the zoo and preach to the animals. Everybody will find their own in it. But people are not afraid. They are not afraid. Two people so far, have gone to God and they have vowed vows. And he said, God, I want you to be the witness of our vow. Then he says that what I have put together let no man put asunder. And somebody still will come and stand and say, Deputy. Like, a serious God doesn't play with vows. And then, and then, you see, in your time, in your season, every seed that you have sown, it will be pressed together, shaking together, running over. So you, you chased two married men, your husband, 
multiply by four press down shaking together when it gets there you'll be looking for us to come and pray for you please leave me out of it <laughs> every seed you are sowing that is why we must walk in the spirit now look one of the things the Lord told me he said there are many people who are attracting people after their kind he said there are many people attracting people after their kind and so that's how it comes strangely enough it looks like every boy coming your way is a madman I use the word mad advised you need to allow yourself to go through a process of transformation so you can attract somebody of that caliber in your life because many of you if God even brings a prayerful gentleman in your life you will sack him and he's boring he's not caring he's not romantic he doesn't know how to dress one day hallelujah yeah you too young man when the spirit filled lady comes your way you say she's too boring she doesn't do makeup she doesn't wear a brazilian hair she's always dressed like the angel of the lord like she should dress like what And you see, it's amazing, eh? It's amazing that most of the time, our mothers and our fathers can just sit back. Because in their generation, a lot of these things happened. And they saw how it ended for people. And then they'll see the next generation coming up and repeating those same mistakes. And when they're advising people and then they say no, they'll just be sad in their hearts because they know how where you're going to end have someone to say be spiritual be spiritual the world may insult you the, the world may give you labels the world may misunderstand us for being spiritual but trust me at the end of the day it is those of us working spiritually with the Lord we are the ones that the world will come to for answers hallelujah when you are a person look when you're a person of the spirit even when your mother has a dream they will call you that they don't understand your mother will call you and say, I, I had this dream. You think your mother is a fool? They can see and they know when people are walking in a certain dimension. Yeah, they know. And in this end time, as the years go by, there will be a strange hunger in the hearts of people for more of God. For strange and divine encounters with God. The, 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 the season of playing church is over. We are entering another dimension where God himself is enveloping his people and strange things will be recorded in our midst. Lift up your right hand, begin to pray right now. Lift up your right hand, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Lift up your right hand. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.